Great integrity, integrity is the sanctuary, is the sanctuary of, all of all human beings. The great integrity is the sanctuary of all human beings. For those who are honest and caring, it is a guide and a treasure. For those who are dishonest and deceitful, it is also a treasure. Because a good word can rationalize a selfish act, and because a good act now and then, can serve as a mask for living extravagantly from the misery of others. Since the great, great, integrity, integrity, great, integrity, great integrity, great integrity, great integrity is so universally acknowledged, don't cast away those who use it opportunistically. Rather, cast away the opportunities to live selfishly so that the great integrity so great integrity more fully and more fully permeate all lives. We might begin with the inauguration ceremonies of our leaders. Instead of showering them with precious gifts, instead of the public swearing of meaningless oaths, why not share a meditation on the great integrity on the great integrity integrity on the great integrity integrity on the great integrity integrity. 
as a prelude to its comprehensive embrace. Of the doubt of change, doubt of change. Rehearsals, rehearsals for the great, for the great integrity. integrity. And this is Integrity Radio, episode 18, season 4. We're almost out of here with season 4, uh, going into season 5. And uh, I'm almost a little choked up about it. Not really, just kidding. Um, I have with me a host, a guest host. And uh, you want to introduce yourself? guest host good day ladies and gentlemen i am oh thank you so much i appreciate it quiet down now <laughs> my name is gabriel i uh i uh have no history no background uh lathered in mystery mm. and um lathered or slathered i usually say lathered but slathered is just as accurate slathered yeah i, I get, that's the sense i get i'm hearing that a lot People say, I get a sense, dot, dot, I dot. get a sense of something totally <laughs> nonsensical, yeah. <laughs> I think it's just in order to try to stay politically correct. I actually was accused by a very good friend. Now, I don't know if he was kidding, but he accused me more than once, I think, or maybe he hasn't, of being politically correct. Politically correct? You? Politically yeah. correct? Yeah. I don't think so. Right. I think he was joking, right? Or maybe he just doesn't know. Yeah. Surely. Yeah, he he uh he's he's a little mistaken, I'd say. <laughs> a little bit. You'd go back and say what the hell were you talking about? I wouldn't be shadow banned on this platform if There you <laughs> if go. We're if politically, politically correct. correct. Yeah. <laughs> it's a telltale yeah. sign that Oh, we got we got to right, you know uh, rat on anchor Ooh. for right because we tried to find integrity radio couldn't do it no it didn't pop up we actually had to go to some other platform and look it up yeah that I mean, anchor come on that's despicable yeah you know what's you. Cur- know what's crazy is i've never um insulted or offended any particular person personally Mm, ad hominem that's what they call that right but i have maybe questioned or even made fun of their ideas sure Um, and that's fair game yes it is It, it should be attacking someone personally is very different from uh perhaps belittling the ideas they hold dear which maybe they shouldn't yeah but as soon as, as soon as you attack someone's character, that that's 
that that's a line too far. That's a step too far. Well, I think that's what people think you're doing, though, right? They think you're attacking her character. And it's so hard for me to get across, no matter how much you say it, that, listen, if I didn't like you as a character or wasn't um, attracted to you as a character, I wouldn't even be talking to you. I wouldn't even have this discussion. So don't take it personal. We already assume we're both decent people. Yeah. Because that's the whole reason we're talking. We wouldn't be talking to each other if we didn't like each other. Right. So now is the point where we get to kind of poke fun at each other's ideas to try and strengthen each other. Yeah. In terms of... I never heard it said that way. That's very good. I like that. Yeah, strengthen each other by way of a little push and pull, a little bit of poke and prod. Chisau, perhaps? Oh, now you're getting Wing Chun on me. (laughs) <laughs> we did say we were going to try to keep this a Wing Chun episode. We said that. Yeah, so let's see if we can do that. You know? um, but before we go there, I wanted to uh, let these guys know, because I like, I like busting with late breaking news. Why would they call it late breaking? I'm not sure they do. Oh, okay. Well, breaking news. There we go. And that is um, our guest host here uh, is a knife maker, if you don't mind my That's fine. Yeah. calling you. Sword maker. Um, you work with metals? Some. Some of them. Not all of them. <laughs> well, I was just maybe trying to find a better word than sword maker. Sword, yeah, uh, sword maker, knife maker, blacksmith. Blacksmith? Blacksmith is a good one because it's kind of all-encompassing. Yeah. Even though blacksmith. So you could do horseshoes if you. If I really wanted to. Right. But I don't. (laughs) Blacksmiths are always. You could you could smelt some pewter, if you had to. Sure. If if I really needed to, but. (laughs) Hell, I could melt some gold down and pour it on some young prince's face if I had to. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That sounds like a video game. It's actually a TV show. Oh, okay. One I haven't seen, so I shouldn't be making references for it. <laughs> um, I definitely haven't seen it. I don't even. I don't even know what TV stands for anymore. Beats me. <laughs> TV is Latin for too much time on your hands. <laughs> that you. <laughs> what? Okay. I'm just gonna ignore the fact that you said that. So um, yeah, I just saw. Uh, you just made a knife. And yeah, I just made a new kitchen knife. Like a kitchen knife, but it's the most beautiful kitchen knife I've ever seen. It's really, really nice. Man. I, I, for some stupid reason, know a good handful of knife makers. Really? Yeah, yeah, or at least they consider themselves so. But yeah. I, I would say that you would rightfully be considering yourself so. Yeah, yeah I mean, a lot of people, they like to dabble in one thing and then call themselves that they're like you know are jewelry smiths and then they buy a lathe and all of a sudden they're machinists Mm, yeah they do that a lot well fake it till you make it i guess is the protocol (laughs) yeah but in this case it's frowned upon to fake it so yeah Uh, please please don't please don't be somebody that does reloads (laughs) oh come on now I just gotta make sure this thing is still rolling. Yeah, yeah it's still, still rolling. Maybe it just saves battery or something shutting down like that. Maybe I should have it not 
shut down. Yeah, you can you can make it you can do that. Stay awake for however yeah. long you want. But that will maybe we'll do that for uh, the second uh, episode. So um, a little backstory here. Our guest host. That's me. Um, I what we met about one year ago. Almost about one year ago, yeah. I might have been a little longer than that. A little longer now. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was in this, it was warm out. And a year ago, maybe maybe a year and a half. That sounds about right. Yeah. And um, I met you at my shop when it was up, Nanakawa. Yeah. And uh, you were there. To uh, learn some Gong Fu, some Wing Chun specifically, right? Yeah. 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 Now, how did you learn about Wing Chun? Um, I think initially I learned about it from the Ip Man movies. Oh, okay. So relatively recent. Yes. It was, um, I mean, everybody has, since they're a kid, knows about Gong Fu in general. Right. You know, they see the Jackie Kung Chan's Fu Panda. That's one of them, yeah. <laughs> they, see, they see the movies and they're like, oh, that's cool. I want to do that. And then they never usually get, a, get an outlet to do that. Um, unless you're me, of course. When, uh, when you're kind of driving around and you see a big yellow sandwich board that says Wing Chun Kung Fu. It's like, hey. <laughs> that would be me. I know him. <laughs> I, know, I know that. I want to go see what this is about. Cool. And so I walked in, and there you are on the floor getting a back massage. Mm. And I figured, yeah, that's uh, how you want it. That's the kind of. <laughs> Did I just walk in here making a mistake? <laughs> should I? Is this the right place? <laughs> should I be like next door or something? <laughs> yeah, I had to chase all the the, the belly dancers out. Go. Get get, get out of here. Whoosh, we, whoosh. we got a student. <laughs> Make way. Um, yeah, and so you, uh, uh, you got involved, your mom actually started training a, yeah, she a, did. a bit too, yeah, and, um, and just recently your dad has expressed interest, so I, I look forward to, you know, showing him yeah. some of our stuff, uh, yeah. you know, uh, I think he has, uh, he has some interesting ideals about, um, martial arts and, like that because he you know sees the movies and reads the books and he's like oh that's what it looks like that's what it is yeah whereas not always the case yeah it's hard i mean you know you think about it how if it's not gung fu which the implication is your way of life right so if it's not your way of life then how much are you really going to empathize feel <laughs> just a yeah. side note empathize <laughs> yeah with um callback yeah the reality of uh of what it's like to be you know that thing you know uh sure i mean it's arts. it's difficult to imagine yeah. when it's very separate from your world your your perception and then you have the levels too right i mean oh uh, sure you've got the uh, entertainment you got sport You've got, um, you know, just uh, um, activity, hobby, casual, right? Yeah. Um, and then there's the way of life, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where, where 
Wing Chun or yeah. martial arts in general becomes your whole. It becomes your your uh, looking glass, yeah. so to speak. Yeah, it's 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 how you do life, you know. Um, and let me see, we train for what about six months, nine months, a year? How much do, um, accumulatively would we we say we've trained? I don't know. Six to nine months in there somewhere. Yeah, around six to right. nine months. I, and I got to say, we, that is the classic, nine months is the classic amount of time to learn the whole system, hmm. right? Um, not master it, but learn the whole system. That's yeah. about the, the right amount of time. Uh, I had a guy that learned the whole system in a year online. Um, and it was quite impressive how, because I met him in person, hmm. saw where he was at by, you know, Chi-Sal kind of thing, and then met him a year later after training with him online. Yeah. And, and all of a had multiple, it was funny, it was a, a skeptic convention, that, and there was a martial arts convention going along the right side of it, and the skeptic convention was on also, that's why I was there, to do a talk on... Um, bullshit martial arts sure right so <laughs> there are a lot of martial arts around so i checked him myself and was like yeah okay you, i know you're training gung fu and karate or whatever but you don't got anything right yeah. and so I'll, I'll teach you i taught him for a year he learned the whole system and not only did i play with him but then these other martial artists played with him so it was very scientific is what i'm saying <laughs> and um yeah he he truly did learn the system without ever touching without ever doing chi sao that's pretty cool he learned the system and then was able to best these guys um or give them much harder of a time than they should have had mm. with him for just learning some kung fu online yeah. so um we're it's a not traditional way to learn kung fu by well way. yeah you know and um as a skeptic i i c wouldn't be able to make the claim that it was even possible um but i now know that it's possible um i i i started suspecting that it was possible that's why i started doing it mm. and then um of course uh, this particular person, I'm, we're not in touch with one another now, um, but yeah, he without a doubt learned the system and was able to use the Wing Chun system. If anything, it might be easier for a lot of people to learn it online so that you can, um, I, I don't know if it was through video chat or if it was pre-recorded video Both. that you sent him. Both, yeah. With videos that you just have as opposed to going somewhere and being there to learn it you get to see it over and over again yeah if you go to uh, go to a school and then try and absorb everything that you can but you're like ah shit how did what was that one thing i don't remember how this one thing went yeah it's really easy to remember if you have a video of it yeah so i, I imagine it for a lot of people, it would be uh, 
beneficial to learn online? It's been a little frustrating for me, really, because once I understood, like, yeah, I certainly, we all empathize with somebody who says, oh, I need hands-on instruction. Yeah, we yeah. all would like to have hands-on, yeah, most definitely. of us at least, right? But um, more and more, that's not becoming tenable. I mean, at first it was untenable because um, how do you make a living? I mean, you only have so many time, so much time in the day, so you're rather going to teach a large class or you're going to do a bunch of privates and how much are they going to, you're going to charge them. Yeah. So it really becomes uh, uh, challenging in that respect. Um, make sure, there we go. Just got to keep our time here. Uh, and of course now it's uh, undeniable uh, that we have to come up with ways of learning online and, right. and distance learning and all that kind of stuff. So um, I think Wing Chun was, uh, as we were doing it starting in 1994, uh, is way ahead of the curve. Sure. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> uh, that's always been my problem. We're too far behind or too far ahead. And in this particular instance, definitely like, so far ahead because everybody it's groundbreaking now that people are able to learn guitar and learn all these things yeah. online just yeah. go to google and learn them it's even taken for granted you know yeah and, definitely and uh, and man the uh, my grappling is a good example uh, i haven't taken anywhere as many lessons from like gracie's or you know different uh, grapplers as much as I've watched videos. Yeah. And, and yeah. I would even say that the videos were more responsible for my progression than anything else because I was able to learn more tricks. And, you know, of course, we all know the dangers of, of, yeah. of self-teaching and self-learning. That's why guided online learning is, is Yeah, because is is then you learn yeah. it wrong and then, then you cement those wrong learnings and right. all of a sudden you get hurt and then yeah and then it's a big clusterfuck <laughs> um but it it i mean you can learn almost anything online nowadays even you can replace college with mm -hmm. online yeah learning. At, at free yeah for free yeah yeah it's really quite incredible oh there's there's our background sound now yeah i told you man freaking leaf blowers man <laughs> hey you know what? We shouldn't be the only ones to suffer. You know, in Hollywood and all that, they make a big rigamarole. There's a word for it. Yeah, they'll have to stop production as a plane goes by yeah. or as a noise happens and they got to wait for... Um, Not us. You know, yeah, man. Come on, that's reality. Um, yeah, now the leaf blower through. See, it's if it would have kept going... Yeah. Right, we would kept talking. Now it went off through us. Now we don't know what to say. <laughs> off balance. So, um, well, uh, so you, mm. where I was going with all this was uh, like this uh, one client that learned uh, within you know a year. You you didn't learn the whole system, 
But, I got close. But you got, re yeah, dangerously close. Dangerously close. To learning the whole system before, um, you know, uh, geez. It's really been sort of, uh, uh, what do they call a tragedy? Not, uh, uh, comedy of errors or tragedies or something. Yeah, because uh, one of the things that did not help Manakawa out, the location, was all the power outages. Yeah. Right? That, that, that was definitely not a, it was more of a sedative and less of a yeah. boost. And, uh, of course, the, the town wasn't the best, you know, uh, location, location, location yeah. was not taken into consideration. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> really, when you're open up, opening up a school that you want to be successful, that brings in money, you open it up in a major city and all of a sudden everyone thinks you're hot shit and now you have... Loads of students that want to learn this martial art, whether it's true or not, yeah. this, this martial art. But if you want... You just got to have the numbers. Yeah, Man, that's, that's the thing numbers. that makes money. You got to farm the numbers. Uh, I could have... Uh, you can do it in this area if you're going to do babysitting. Babysitting? Yeah, which means, that, you know, little Billy and Bobby and Susie all get oh, my, yes, karate or kung fu outfits, right? Yeah. And then I learning martial that. arts. I yeah. cannot stand that. You just yeah, <sighs> yeah. It's I, I. I mean, you know, I understand it. It's how it's it's how you stay open. It, it and yeah. it's also how you might maybe influence kids, but to get interested in martial arts. Yeah, yeah. I have not found that to be the case. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I did gymnastics when I was three, four. Yeah, but. I ended up not going the gymnastics route. I tried it again later, but it just it didn't quite stick because yeah. gymnastics is filled with, first of all, women, and it's also filled with a bunch of kids that their parents are making them go yeah. for either physical uh, uh, activity or to try and, I don't know, breed them for the Olympics or something. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure why parents make their kids do that, but it's 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 not a thing I, I approve of. There's, a whole, there's a whole levels of that, huh? The honey boo boo syndrome, oh, you man. know? <laughs> yeah. It just gets so ugly when it's it's an ugly relationship that that child is going to have with whatever sport they're doing if they're forced to do it. Yeah. Like I reading was forced out of me i don't i don't read that often because i was forced to do it in school yeah it's like read this amount and then write a report on it it's like well that's not what reading is about i wonder how much of that is our culture because you know in other countries you know other countries ain't quite like that you know like for uh, yeah. right away russia comes to mind like in russia man you know you you toe the line and do uh, that's this <laughs> oh no i'm gonna say it again i'm gonna say it again that's the sense i get <laughs> ah. <laughs> but uh anyway um yeah so i want to stay on point here and that is uh, you almost learn the whole system yeah. within six to nine months and then um i i actually started traveling 
the the shop closed down. You left down. me behind. Um, I think you were you were also um, away a lot. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that kind of um, uh, created some gaps in your training as well. Yeah, I, um, well, while I was away, I was really adamant about cementing what I had learned the previous you know month. I, I think I was like switching off months. Yeah. Like stay a month and then yeah. and travel a yeah. month. Um, well, I think that's what was so impressive was that because that is pretty much has, it was the whole time you know you most of it right. Yeah. So I, I I that's what I was impressed with is that you would go away and you come back and you still know everything. still have it you know yeah. to, for the most part under your belt. So um, so now I think. We're, we're going to take a little station break, but um, I think it would be interesting to talk about, like, how you perceive Wing Chun, how you might, if at all, be utilizing or implementing Wing Chun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I think it would be interesting to talk about that. Okay. Um, so stay tuned. We are going to, uh, I'll probably play a little music for you. I got a new one. Oh, I got a new one. It's called Megan's Song. Megan's Song. Yeah, I'll, I'll play that one for you guys. I, I just recorded it last night and um, on the iPhone. I'll just on sure, your iPhone yeah. and whatnot. But um, I, I've gotten the best compliment ever i was called a liar Ooh, and i <laughs> he said he didn't say i was a liar but he's like there's no way that you can be doing that without using a midi interface mm-hmm. you know playing the phone instruments yeah. right on the phone it's just i've been doing it for so long and i try to also pick the genre that it would sound that it works like, with yeah that it would yeah. actually work with so and, um, but yet uh, make it sound like humans. So that that was one of the sort of artistic parameters I gave myself with doing music for, because uh, I'm so, I'm everywhere with music, right? So, so okay, well, if you're going to be everywhere with music, set some artistic parameters. So the artistic parameters are um, stick with, pretty much stick with, real instruments like a real drum set yeah. so it should sound like a drum set yeah. um and a, a real bass and a real piano and or guitar and then you know and, and just that and i've been sticking with those parameters for for a while now for a few years so i think that's what allows me to to get away with it actually sounding like um like music yeah and and all, I also there's another thing that allows me to do it my memory because you know I'm a super ancient old person yeah you're like 900 years old about and um yeah hey no don't don't um what's that called when you give away at somebody's information oh uh daxing or or, or oh, doxing. Doxing, yeah. yeah. Don't dox me, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's, doxing is more of like having people show up at your house because they, their information got leaked. 
but um but so, yeah so um being super ancient i forget my i forget i truly like you know it's like don't remember stuff hmm. right and the music that i play tends to be jazz which is very hard to remember anyway it's yeah. not like jazz music all of them write down every note right um so i combine these two things and work them artistically so i'll lay a track by the time i lay the next track i'll for completely have forgotten what it, what track i laid mm. so i'll be play along with that track as if it was some guy that just walked in the room and he started playing. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, I'll, play, I'll jam start, along with these guys. Jam, yeah. yeah, right? And then I forget what those two guys came in. Then this then other, new <laughs> other guy comes in, like yeah. piano player. And I, I'm like, what the hell did I record? Like, well, press know. record and start, start playing. Yeah. And I don't, like, overdub. I don't, like, go back or anything. It's all, like, if you don't get it right, you don't get it right. There is no wrong, so it's don't just worry yeah, it just might not sound, yeah. you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's what Megan's song is very much like. It's just a trio jazz sort of thing. Wow, that was a big, long ramble about <laughs> almost nothing. <laughs> well, uh, you just hit on something. I'm a rambler. You do you know I'm a rambler. rambler. Yeah, I, I know I'm a rambling man. Rambling man, um. <laughs> you ramble more than more than most people I know. Somebody told me that I babble. I'm like, no, no, it's no. It's not babbling. It ain't babble. It's rambling. Yeah, it's rambling. You're not a bambling man. You're yeah, a rambling. I'm a man. rambling man. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we will be back. We're, I'm not going to say shortly, because. Uh, that would be biased. You're actually getting taller. I'm getting shorter, but yeah. yeah. So we're going to be back taller. I'll be back short shortly. We'll be back tally and keep. Uh, yeah. Stay tuned. Stay frosty. Stay frosty. Integrity Radio.
Bach. No. <laughs> well, I'm Bach. I love Bach. He's my favorite. I don't know. I'm What's more of a favorite? Chopin guy. Chopin, really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't ignore the classics, Beethoven and 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 what's his face, Mozart. Yeah. But can't, uh, can't beat Chopin. Such he was sort of like a pop star, you know, Beethoven. There, yeah, you know, Beethoven. Of. Well, people initially hated him. Like back in his day, he was. They called him crazy. I heard crazy you and movie. your dad talking a lot about yeah. Beethoven and all that. But before we bird hop onto uh, classical music for yeah. half hour, <laughs> yeah. Um, we were talking about Wing Chun and your experience with Wing Chun. Now there are, uh, I think, people that one have trained in Wing Chun from someone other than myself. Those that have trained with Wing Chun uh, with me. And uh, those that have never trained in Wing Chun, yeah. I think might be interested to hear what your experience thus far has been. My, my personal experience. And I guess this is a double-edged question because there's the experience with me as a martial arts instructor mm -hmm. or a Sifu, yeah. and then experience with how you know how uh how you perceive wing chun mm, that it's such a broad question by the way oh. <laughs> um but i mean it, he just called me a broad i just called you a broad <laughs> you're a 900 year old broad <laughs> um, wing chun is um like i'm i'm sure you've said many times it's a it's less of just a martial arts system and much more of a toolbox full of tools that can be used for anything you want. And I, I mean, I, it's not like I used my Wing Chun in my golf lessons because I don't play golf. I don't, I don't do much physical activity anymore, but Wing Chun has changed the way that I move physically, like in the space around me. I'm much more cautious about preserving energy since I have less and less of it as the days go by. Um, and Wing Chun is, is very good about, um, especially with your arms, keeping your arms uh, kind of relaxed and by your side is how... Uh, is how they stay energized for longer. Because we, back, back in ye olden times, we did um, this, I don't remember what you want to call it, but it was the, the boxing training, the, the uh, circuit training. That's oh yeah, yeah, the MMA circuit the training. The MMA circuit training. Yeah. And that shit was, was murder on the body. Yeah. And then, all of a sudden we started doing Wing Chun after that once we're all completely exhausted and that really I think is a very useful tool to really feel how Wing Chun is uh, uh, energy preserving mm. it's, I like that yeah. yeah I mean it's it's not like this is a, a, a fictional debate about which martial art is 
is good or not, like boxers like to have all the time. It's like boxing versus Aikido. Boxing wins. It's like, well. Right, right. Um, yeah, it really but, is nonsensical and, and very popular. Yeah. People love to, to especially in the Wing Chun community on the internet, they're like, Wing Chun versus yeah. Taekwondo. Wing Chun versus boxing. It's like, well, it doesn't. Yeah, we, we don't even know it these people. It wasn't designed to be used <laughs> in this capacity. Yeah. It's, it's well, there's that too, right? But we, then again, even if you were to, you know, even if it were um, for that, we don't know these people. We don't know how, like, we don't know if Billy and Bobby are equally matched. Right. It's more. It's much more about the fighter than it is about the or fighter in quotation. Right. Yeah. Than it is about the art. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I could probably use slap boxing against a toddler who's using Wing Chun and win. <laughs> it's not like right. a, you know. <laughs> Although, you know, you may want to take caution nonetheless. <laughs> uh, dude, <laughs> babies nowadays, they have the internet. They, they're learning all over the place. You need to be careful. Now, um, yeah, yeah, uh, so here's the the big thing is that this is why I always pause when I say martial artist because martial art is really a French term regarding the codification of sword fighting. Um, and so what we're doing isn't really that. What we're doing is gung fu um, and then specifically Wing Chun because when you think Gong Fu, you're thinking Kung Fu Panda. You're thinking Shaolin you're thinking Shin Yi or, you know, you're dragon form, Wushu, all that, right? Um, which Wing Chun really stands apart from all that as well. And we could go into the, or, the true origins of Wing Chun or shall we say the non-Chinese origins of Wing Chun, but we'll do that in another episode. Um, so... What I thought was interesting for me about Wing Chun was that it was something that I could really use. Yeah, it's it's very. A, um, when you start learning Wing Chun, you start using it every day without even noticing it. Right. Yeah. Because, like, I I open the fridge differently now after after having trained in Wing Chun, because before you know you grab the handle and then fling open the fridge and you grab whatever but this time it's different books out the door handle <laughs> fling it over with tonsil and you close the fridge again with bonsal it's kick stop it open yeah, close yeah, yeah. it's it's um it makes you think about these about these different movements through a different lens which allows you to be um even if it's not like a physical if you're not to the level yet of physically improving the way you move, it is definitely a mental booster because that lets you, it, it kind of lets you compartmentalize all the movements you're doing. Mm. It's like if you, if you watch Mike Tyson in a boxing ring, you're like, well, he's technically using Wing Chun. He just doesn't, he just doesn't know it. Now he does. Does now? Oh, sure. 
Really? Well, he wouldn't be in the It Man movies if oh, yeah, he were, wasn't cognizant of how yeah, yeah. how his art relates to the other. But this know? the same can be said about like grappling. Well, the same can be said about anything. But grappling in specifically, BJJ, it's it's all Wing Chun, mm. all of it, except they don't know that. <laughs> or they, or they, they or they just I know guys that know it, uh, separate from me, you know, telling people that, but. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's all part of that keep it divided mentality, you yeah. know, instead of seeing where things are connected, you know. Yeah, I mean, when you initially sh uh, 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 wanted to show me through, how, you know, the ways that Wing Chun and grappling are similar, you took that, that Ifman painting you have, of him on the wooden dummy, and you turned it sideways and said, "This is BJJ." <laughs> Turn it right side up. Now it's. I'm glad you reminded me that. I, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, it couldn't be closer to the truth either, because that's exactly what it looks like when they're doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. They're just doing the exact same motions of Wing Chun on their back. If they're good. If they're good. Right. If they're good. Yeah, yeah, and that it, it took a little bit, but um, yeah, it didn't take me too long to figure that out. Um, well, you know, I I had the fortune or misfortune of having the Gracies uh, move to Hawaii and challenge yeah. everybody in Hawaii. So um, that's what got me. I, I was only doing Wing Chun nine months before I ran into a Gracie and uh -huh. wound up you know, doing BJJ by, by default because, you know, you get your ass kicked, you got you to gotta understand how you got your ass kicked. Well, you got your ass kicked because you didn't practice what you know on the ground. Yeah. And in the martial arts world, I think it's really important to understand that the boxer and the grappler, if you know boxing and grappling, you can fight like pretty much anyone whether you win or not is not important N almost never is but the boxer and the grappler have to be respected in that their arts are well boxing is less of an art and more of a no oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm throwing shade at boxing i'm not gonna lie um, well we can't deny that those poor guys take way too many knocks to the head oh man yeah they, I mean, so I know what you mean by that. Boxing, but you know, a good. I mean, Louis Pep, man. When you can get a boxer that doesn't take the hits to the head, like Louis Pep, or you know, and I'm not, I, I I'm not enough of an aficionado of boxing to to drop names. Nor am I. But I'm sure that there are those that take. You know, well, hey, I'm with you actually because I think in every sport. There's very few artists. Yes. Boxing yeah. is much more of a sport and less of an art. Yeah. Because yeah. Bo boxing, if you practice boxing enough, it doesn't become a way of life. It's like boxing, punching hard is my way of life. <laughs> it's like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. It's much more of a, uh, um, a sport that you happen yeah. to really love. Well, you know, anything you do a lot of and you're good at, right? you can translate a certain amount 
of that to other things in life to yeah. help you understand them or help you. you yeah, know. almost always. But I totally know what you're, you you mean. Um, now, uh, so physically, Wing Chun has taught you, and in, instead of how to exert massive amounts of energy, but instead how to, um, what would you, conserve. Con yeah, uh, conserving versus... I don't think that was the word you used, but yeah. Preserve, <laughs> Yeah, preserve. I mean, yeah. It's, it's much more about using the energy that you have efficiently and wisely versus boxing, for example, where they use as much energy as they can to achieve the same thing. I think all of the martial arts give lip service to the concept of conserving energy. Yeah. And uh, they, they using also, the opponent's energy they, against them. That's, about what, that's exactly what I was about to say. Yeah. They all claim that use the opponent's energy against them and all that mumbo jumbo. Yeah. Not all of them are speaking truthfully. I think very few. Especially yeah. if we're going to go into the sport of it. Well, I, again, the champions are, are the ones that, that um, sort of get into the entry level of the art. Yeah. You know. And then, um, you know, to, to like Tyson, I was really surprised that Tyson went back into the ring uh, just because of the head trauma thing you yeah know? <laughs> lots of head trauma being a boxer yeah and so i was really surprised uh but i i think you know tyson tyson is one of those guys that sort of is is transcended the sport to the you know to um and then stopped the sport yeah. and continued to to search as a warrior you yeah. know and to yeah. and, and to so I would say of the entry-level martial artists, uh, Tyson, and we were talking earlier about Jackie Chan and yeah. Jet Li, where most people think that these are, they are martial arts and they're the top. No, they're the entry-level of, you know, of the real deal. Yeah, because the martial artists that live like that, that, well, martial arts is their life, yeah. they don't show it off in movies. They, they're, they're usually what would be considered these days homeless. <laughs> <laughs> um, Have you ever considered showing off your Wing Chun in movies or TV shows? Um, I have. Uh, um, my Wing Chun is, and some of my choreography appears in uh, Lizard Boy, the movie. Lizard Boy. And uh, also in an episode of Hawaii Five-O. Uh, there's a warrior fight scene that I choreographed and was also in, so to to a small extent, you know. Um, but you know, my issue is is <laughs> at, at my issue as an artist, martial artist, music artist, painting artist is all the same, and that is you're you're rather for me again personal but you're rather engaged in learning the art and really taking on the art, or you stop at a particular point so you can then sell 
whatever it is or you know your yeah. production and, and start and, marketing you know and re, yeah and i just uh i know some people can can accomplish that but i'm just not one i when i get into something i get deep yeah i go deep and um you know when i'm uh, yeah <laughs> yeah i'm i'm kind of a similar way when i when i learn about something and then i start to get interested in it I don't stop being interested in it until I think I've come close to fully understanding what this thing is about. Yeah. Um, you know, understanding how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, and this can be said about any sport. You know, I played sports when I was younger, uh, soccer being the main one over in Germany. Oh. Um, and so I kept. Soccer players make great martial artists. Usually, yeah, because mm. their feet are so developed. Yeah. Um, but I didn't stop playing soccer until I could beat at least half of the people I was playing with. Um, and then eventually I was like, all right, I understand this. I'm done. Yeah. But martial arts is a, is a tricky one with that because you never really have mastered martial arts pretty much ever. It doesn't really matter how good you get. There is no skill ceiling. And that's one of the things that is great about it and one of the things that is detrimental for me <laughs> because I can't, <laughs> I can't master it and move on to something else. Oh, yeah, you're, you're not seeing an end to it. There is, there, yeah. it's because there is no it's, end. There is no end. I, yeah, yeah, I understand what you, when it's put that way, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, I think mastery, when you're talking mastery, you're now talking in, in respect to the rest of the world, yeah. <laughs> you know. And so, in that sense, that's why uh, Sifu, I think, is a good term because, in some sense, it's fitting because it means master and in respect to most of the population. Yes, I've mastered this. But it also means teacher, and to me, teacher is always implied you're always learning because in order to teach, you have to continue to learn, right? Always, because if if you stop learning and start teaching, you're eventually that's gonna it's gonna dip Mm -hmm. what you know is gonna be old news and then it won't be won't be nearly as helpful to students trying to learn now yeah it must be hard because like we were talking about uh you can learn anything online so you know while i'm busy teaching out of this syllabus and from this book or whatever um you guys are learning from all the latest scientists all the latest findings and all this and you know, I gotta mark your papers. <laughs> you know, so yeah. I don't have time to do that. You know, so I I really think that online learning is going to be the standard. And and I do I agree with you that if you have it and you can rewind it and look over it as many times as you want, that's way more efficient than paying an instructor hundreds of dollars to show you every time the same thing over and over yeah, even it's yeah. like come on man it so, works differently with other martial arts though because wing chun has three major forms yeah taekwondo has fucking 80 or yeah i, I don't know i don't know how much it has i think but, it's probably around 16 yeah or maybe it's more than that i don't know but with hand forms for taekwondo there's, well, a lot more than three. Hmm. 
And so you I, I feel of, bad because I, I got my green belt in Taekwondo. Ooh, <laughs> I got but I don't remember I don't remember anything other than just fighting. I, <laughs> <laughs> I got I think a green or a blue belt and I can't remember which. And I don't remember which one comes first, so I won't be able to guess at which one it was. Um, which is w another nice thing about about training with you. You don't bother with the, the belts or the sashes or anything like that. Because no. it's not... That's, that's the mark of a school that's trying to make money. Yeah. As opposed to a school that's really adamant about teaching a martial art that is important. Like, not, not just you know, yeah. martial art, but is yeah. really important on a deeper level than that. Well, my naivete was that when I learned Wing Chun, I, as soon as I got turned on Wing Chun, I'm like, wow, I'm going to teach the world this stuff, and I'm going to be a billionaire. They're going to be millionaires. Yeah. This is going to be crazy. Yeah. And that was an illusion that got shattered pretty quickly. Yeah. That? I think it's carryover illusions from being a rock star, being yeah. a, a movie star, and then being a fuck, you know, martial arts star. It's like, you know, but the being, and I started martial arts when I was four. Hmm. So, but. Oh, so you were one of those kids that. It, got was, yeah, it wasn't until I was 30 years old that I took martial arts, Wing Chun, seriously and saw the profoundness of it and you know it really did just change my entire life i you know yeah that's yeah. for those that that martial arts really uh, uh connects to it changes those people's lives permanently there's no yeah like there's there's no it's like oh yeah this was a cool thing and then pass by and ignore it for yeah. those that it really speaks to it's life-changing yeah yeah and to onlookers, it might look disruptive, because um, in what sense? Well, I, I I call it I don't call it this anymore, but I'm just gonna for conversation's for sake. Time's sake. <laughs> is going kung fu crazy? Yeah. I I I describe it that once I did wing. You know, it was also Knowles. I went to National Outdoor Leadership School, learned how to survive in extreme temperatures and extreme winter conditions in the mountains and stuff. So that gave me the skill set to be uh, homeless anywhere, so to speak, yeah. right? But the skill set that I was still lacking in was the ability to deal with not just the enemy of of mankind, sure. but the enemy, the biggest enemy, myself. Mm -hmm. It didn't give me that skill set to deal with myself as a human and to deal with other people as a human. And Arguably, that's where we go big into the whole empathy thing and emotional yeah. intelligence, yeah. which we don't have time for right now. But that's okay. We'll 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 pick it up. Will you join us again? I, I think I will. This cool, is, This man. has been an experience pleasant enough to come back. Excellent, excellent. You haven't shot me yet. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So uh, we are going to be doing some, uh, some Wing Chun instructional videos. So if you want to catch us, uh, you can... See my beautiful face. That's right. You can uh, check out our up-and-coming lesson over at SifuZ.com. 
that's sifuz.com and you can also buy merch there so any any kind of uh, kung fu gear that you might need up from t-shirts to wooden dummies you can also pick that up over at the merch section of sifuz.com if you enjoy this show you can make a one-time contribution for any amount over at paypal.me slash sifuz i also got a uh my i sponsor my own show of course with my picking a daisy and picking a daisy is a vintage bb gun uh site uh where it's it's sort of like a museum of vintage bb guns and um yeah and that's over at picking a daisy Dot com. You have been listening to Integrity Radio. Uh, you can find us directly at anchor.fm slash integrity or just look or search or discover. <laughs> Explore By any means necessary. Integrity Radio. All right, guys. We will, uh, this is episode 18. Season four. Season four. And, uh, you know, I always think this is going to be the last episode before we start up the new season. Um, and then you keep doing another one. And then I keep doing another one. I'm inspired. So um, so we might do another one before the new season. Maybe. So, yeah, depends. Depends if we're uh, too full of holiday cheer. Ooh. <laughs> holiday cheer really gets to you. All right, folks, and um, yeah, by the way, if you've been on the fence about this COVID thing, um, well, just think about this, because I understand being on the fence about, you know, conspiracy and stuff, but just think about it this way. How likely is it for the whole world to cooperate on a conspiracy of this nature so that's my assumption is that um that the whole world would be cooperating with this and i don't see other nations going it's a hoax i just see kind of smaller factions standing strong yeah. saying it's a hoax so um but in any case if you're wing chun man it doesn't matter because social distancing is what we do the whole idea of Wing Chun is like, you know, keep people at a distance, and when they get close, be ready. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, uh, um, all right. Hey, it's going to be fun. Uh, we, we got a lot to cover. We do. Yeah. So uh, stay tuned, and we'll see you next episode of Integrity Radio. <laughs>